Hello, this is Kerry. I have another special guest I'm interviewing today. And given that he's my brother, Aaron, it's even a more special interview for me. Some background on Aaron and his career. Aaron has worked in financial services for over 20 years in a variety of positions. Prior to founding Franklin Asset Management in 2006, he spent time at both HSBC Bank and Bank of America in their corporate investment and private banking divisions. Now as president and CEO of Franklin Asset Management, he manages a number of proprietary investments in real estate, distressed debt, equities, and private equity across a number of industries. In his spare time, Aaron is pursuing his doctorate in history, along with being involved as a leader in many charity endeavors. Welcome, Aaron. Well, thank you, Carrie. I'm excited to uh, be on your podcast. I've listened to a few, and you told me about it, and uh, I think you're doing a great job. Uh, you know what? I've been very fortunate to view your career success over the years and continue to be amazed at how you transform yourself and your company. However, I don't even want to talk about that today. I want to talk about how you manage your financial life. I have a good idea of how you manage your business and your company because we talked about that a lot. But we really haven't talked a lot about your thoughts on personal money management. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, sorry. go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead. I mean, you know, you had uh, sent me, uh, you know, wanted me to think of two two things, two tips to managing my money. And I was thinking when I was was younger, because I know your book is geared towards younger folks and the things that I did. So I came up with quite a bit more than two. Um, but. The, the, the first one, um, which I think is most important, and I'll give you a quote, interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. Do you know who, uh, who made that quote or who spoke it? I don't. Who? Albert Einstein, believe it or not. <laughs> so essentially, um, maybe for listeners that are not that familiar with compound interest, uh, it's when you either... Um, you incur a debt that, uh, that um, has a certain rate of interest, say 10%, and that 10% accrues, and now that's on your balance. And then the 10% going forward is on that increased balance. So it increases what you owe exponentially. And the same thing works in the other direction in terms of saving money. Um, so saving money early is a really important thing, and understanding compound interest with respect to that is, is crucial. The earlier that you, you save... The, the more your um, interest or uh, return will compound. Now, that, that's huge. I'm glad you brought it up because that's one thing that I, I don't go into detail in my book, but it's something that's so darn important. And you know, you know, you've made a lot of money that way, right? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, especially saving early. And you know who really did, did well doing that was our dad. He started saving very early and that worked to his, his benefit later on in life. Yep. No, and that's, I think I teach my children that, and I know you do, I know you, uh, you do that in practice and everything that you're doing and it makes total sense. Um, yeah, I mean, so, you know, some other things, which I just, uh, you know, kind of basic blocking and tackling. Um, one of them is like creating a budget, uh, and understanding where your money goes. Um, you know, one of our siblings who will remain nameless to protect him or her, is not great. Is not great at setting a budget. We've spoken about that, and it's worked to to her detriment not being able to do that. So if you're spending money, and at the end of the month you're wondering, "Gosh, where'd my money go?" Be good to just sit down and track your expenses, and that'll help you see what you're wasting money on things maybe you don't even really need or want, and uh, you know can make for a healthier financial picture. 
You know, Aaron, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember talking to you in your younger days and you had financial software that used, I believe it was Quicken, to account for every single expense that you did, which I'm sure, and, and I, I, by the way, did the same thing, um, but I'm sure it drove you crazy, but also would have made you smarter in regards to, for the rest of your life, spending and saving the right way. Am I, am I, am I remembering correctly that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely did do that. I think I've been a lot more... Um anal back in those days but now i just do it in a do it in a, a spreadsheet but it's yeah. it really helps you monitor um because your spending habits will fluctuate over time and you realize gosh i'm spending all this on coffee or i've been ordering huh. too much takeout which that is one of my next points is cook for yourself uh, yeah. you save a lot more money yeah. something you know what's interesting when you said that about accounting for everything when i i look at now i do actually still look and see how much do i spend on groceries or some large item when it starts to pop up because i have all five of my adult children at home right now and my grocery bills have gone up exponentially but my restaurant bills have gone down significantly too and if you don't know that and you don't see where the problem is or the issue then you can't rectify it or you can't say you know what i have more to spend in that area which i'm sure you've learned over time too sure and then just noticing over the past couple of months since we've all been enduring this pandemic there are less less visits to restaurants certainly and, uh, you know, I noticed my expenses have been going down accordingly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's, what's the smartest thing you've done when it comes to money management? Well, you know what's funny is I was, I was uh, listening to one of your previous podcasts with your buddy, um, Richard Byrne. And he mentioned something which, which I was going to bring up. And it's really invest in yourself. Uh, he did it in the form of, you know, he wanted to have clothes that he thought were more presentable that presented him in the position that he wanted to be in. Um, you know, you could do invest in yourself in many ways. Uh, before I went and got my MBA, I spent, I think, I don't know, it might've been $2,000 to get a, um, a prep course to improve my score. And at the time that was a, an astronomical yep. amount of money to me. And, mm -hmm. but I figured it was, it was worth it because I was investing in myself and this was going to lead to, um, to, you know, hopefully financial success later on down, down the line. Um, like that's just, just one example of, you know, investing yourself and trusting that you have the chops to succeed. Um, all you have to do is put the time and money into it. Uh, that's a great point. You, you know, you need to, you're the only judge of what's important to you. And if you spend, you got to make, you've got to make judgment calls and say, this was important to do and this, or this wasn't. And you're going to find you've made some mistakes and you made some good, good judgments and, and you sort of live with it. But uh, that's a great idea. That's a great thought. And, and the, uh, the other, the, just one more thing I want to share, because I think this is crucial and not a whole lot of people do it. Understand um, basic accounting, understand an income statement and a balance sheet. Yeah, uh, those yep. two things are really important. They'll help you in your business life and also help you kind of uh, take stock of of where you're at financially. I think it's yep. really important to understand that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if you keep track of that for yourself, too, it's, it works. So uh, everyone, everyone sort of answers this pretty, pretty honestly, which is pretty cool. When I ask them what's the biggest mistake they made regarding their, their money management, their personal money management, what, what's your biggest mistake? Uh, I think that, that my biggest mistake has been on occasion trying to time the market in terms of investing. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, lost, <laughs> I've lost a lot of money doing it, it's, and all the empirical evidence says you should inv invest or save steadily over time, 
and be somewhat indifferent to the moves that the market is making, whether it's the bond market or stock market. If you invest incrementally over time, you should do well for yourself. I think that sometimes people like me and uh, maybe you that has, you know, finance education, they outsmart themselves and, yeah. and think they're going to outwit the market by trying to time it. And I've, um, I've taken a hit <laughs> a few times trying to do that. I think, I think everybody has. And I think uh, the thing to remember with the stock market is it's gambling. You know, it's educated gambling at times, probably bet, better bets than you can make that wheel, but it's gambling. There's no doubt. But it's also proven over time, if you do the right thing, it's going to grow and it's going to grow the right way. And like Aaron was saying, you know, interest on whether it's the, st- the dividends that you're getting on stocks or whatever you're doing on investments, bonds, it pays off. So, so. As you're talking, as you were talking, I mean, you've been, you know, you, you've been around for, for a while. You have some good thoughts. What pitfalls would you tell people if, if there are any more, just a couple things or, or, or whatever, um, in regards to avoiding when they're managing their money? I kind of have two things, which I think are random and sort of small, but I think hit home and they, um, they end up adding up if you, if you pay attention to them. And one of them is, well, both of them are relatively new phenomenons. One is, subscribing to online services. I think we end up sort of accruing subscriptions to certain things, whether it's newspapers, periodicals, websites, and, um, and they renew automatically and we don't even pay attention to them unless we're paying close attention to our uh, state credit card statement or, or bank statement. Um, you need to really drill down and figure out which ones are adding to your life or adding value and get rid of the other ones and make sure that yeah. they don't just start end up stacking upon themselves because next thing you know, it's hundreds of dollars a month that you just haven't been paying attention to. Um, and the other thing is investing in the latest technology. Do you need the, the most recent iPhone? Is the one that you're working with right now sufficient to your needs? Um, same with a laptop or any of those things. The longer you can put off an investment like that, um, that's more money that's in your pocket um, and with compound interest to yeah. your savings at the end of the day. No, that's great. And, and I think the, the message you've said throughout this discussion, which is great, is bottom line, it's up to you to figure it out, you know, and take some, you know, you listen to Aaron right now and you listen to some other people on this podcast and you take take some of what they say and say, I, I agree with it. I'm going to do that and take some and say, you know what, I don't think so. But ultimately, what you're saying, Aaron, as you're talking is. These are decisions that you're making over time and things that you learn. No one's going to do it for you. It's not like it's not like a lot of other things in life where, you know, someone can teach you things. You'll learn like 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 Aaron was saying from our dad, you learn you learn that you need to watch certain things, to do certain things. Like you learn that from watching him. Watch people who are doing well with money. And Aaron is somebody who's done well with money. So it's I appreciate that you've been on the show, Aaron. And I'm sure this discussion has been extremely helpful for so many of my listeners. Definitely for me. Well, I'm happy to help, you know, support you, my brother. And uh, if anybody gains any wisdom from this, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for that. That's the idea. And I know after listening to, I feel much more comfortable because I know that if anything happens to my finances, I can rely on my younger brother to take care of me. (laughs) This is Carrie Siegel reminding you to take control of your money before it takes control of you.